You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. Our next expert up on the panel is my friend Todd St. Ors with Gulf Coast Air Care. Have a question for Todd this morning. We are talking all things air. When you know Lisa's on, you know Todd's on next. <laughs> I love following behind Lisa, duo. too, because, you know, it just gives everybody a solid hour of focusing on your indoor environment. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's important. It's We're very still spending important. a lot of time at home in the indoor environment yeah you can't go anywhere the gas course, prices are too high <laughs> you know what I, I i came back from illinois i was dog and dad sitting uh for a couple of weeks up there oh. and he's doing great my dad's doing good he's a tortoise i'm telling everybody he's a tortoise he's moving slow but he's winning the race slow and you know steady. he's not Wins a hare anymore he's a tortoise so anyway right. i know they're not listening up there in illinois but i brought back some of this cool weather because normally it would get pretty hot by now and man i like the froze my florida blood has finally thinned out i was up there you know 40 50 degrees wind blowing raining sideways up there so anyway it's good to be back here on the gulf coast but we have our issues to deal with and lisa was talking about it i want to follow along it's moisture you know moisture is one of the things that has an impact on all of us you know similar to the current gas prices and all that you know that that's across the board in our climate moisture is across the board and it can have some impact on your on your comfort, on, on your indoor air quality, on your health, and certainly on your pocketbook. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about moisture. Um, if you have indoor air quality questions or concerns, you can call us directly, 850-934-2768. That's our number over in Gulf Breeze. Uh, that has been our number 28 years. We have been in business that long. Our website is gulfcoastaircare.com, and we're happy to talk with you or do an assessment or kind of get your concerns addressed. Excellent. And then, uh, here, uh, 9850-937-1620, if you want to text in or call it and have a, um, a question come through. So, but I'm, I'm happy to discuss um, what the biggest issues are for people. Moisture is the biggest one. And then dust, debris, particulate, allergens. Have you had that yellow film on your car recently from all <laughs> So it's not even just been the yellow film, but I came out yesterday and I was only parked in the under the tree for maybe an hour yeah, and the like, little speckles of <laughs> of sap and, yeah, yeah. and then the pollen and it's like everything and oak noodle things man those little seed flowered jobbers they're well, everywhere gosh, they and then you also have where everybody's starting to cut their lawns a lot more right, right. right now they're doing outdoor Warmed lawn up, care so not only do you have the natural pollutants, mm -hmm. then you have the chemical pollutants that right. are being spread too. Absolutely. And it's and just all that stuff can a migrate into your indoor environment. Yeah. So. Right. And if you don't have, you know, a proper AC system right. and air filter, if it's you don't have in, okay. a good air filter, <laughs> I was waiting for you to take you over. You are one. <laughs> I'm jumping in there. I'm I'm there. I'm there with you. Well, if you don't have true. a good air filter. You, you are, are one. one. And um, I have felt the allergies. I'm telling you this year, 2022 yeah. has been 
by far the worst year for allergies yet right in my nine years of being here well and you know one of the things that i've found is in being in this living in this environment 35 years um, you get more and more exposure and your defenses drop a little bit you know we all continue to get a little older and you know i i think so you know i'm 60 now and as i've aged a little bit and exposed myself to every woolly nasty funky air conditioner (laughs) all over town you know, if you're if you're complacent and don't use your respirator, you end up with this, you know, situation where I find myself in wheezing and that kind of stuff. So it's important to protect yourself. And, you know, I do it every day, but you, you are at your house and your home, your business um, every day. And so if you have an issue there, you want to address it. You know, when I, I just made a, a few little notes about uh, what we should talk about, because I think gaps, cracks, and holes are, you know, you know, that's a big part of our business, gaps, cracks, and holes. <clears throat> Sealing those up, addressing those, because the moisture that we've been talking about and the, the allergens and the debris and the dust and particulate, all of that migration happens through gaps, cracks, and holes. Mm-hmm. And your air conditioning can cause your house to be under negative pressure, and it pulls that moisture in, it pulls those particulates in, and that's where it's important to have good mechanical hygiene by that i mean a clean duct system a clean air conditioning system and uh control of your moisture issues because control of the moisture will give you uh health and it will give you comfort and um that's two things that's that's really important that we've been talking about for years and years and years yeah and uh you don't kind of realize you have a gap cracker hole problem until you're find out when somebody's done an evaluation you need a trained eye to go out and look at it you know i I see all the time people call it's like oh i got this black stuff on the ceiling all around the vent well that when you take that vent down the sheetrock's cut bigger than the opening for the register or the ac vent so there's a little gap there and we seal that up when we do a duct cleaning process and it eliminates that dust pathway from the unconditioned space in the attic and it mixes the hot air with the cold air coming from the duct system And then you get sweating and you get condensation, you get microbial growth, you get all kinds of ungood issues. Ungood is... is Ungood. 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 That's my term. Ain't good, it's ungood. (laughs) ADR, ain't doing right. (laughs) Well, and like you mentioned, uh, oh, I think you've told me this before, actually, backing up. There are some cracks and holes that are good though you don't want to completely seal everything up. well if you had to compare gaps cracks and holes we'll just do a quick comparison so if you look out the window and you see clear air out there look at that it looks nice out there Lovely, right yeah and then you look up at the ceiling and you see a gap there where do you want your air coming from mm-hmm. a gap in the ceiling or a gap around, around a window you're you have to live in a you can't live in a bubble you have to have ventilation and you have to have air exchange in the house it's required right and um so if you had to choose between the clean air that might come through a window that has a minor leak or a gap around an ac vent that comes from the attic like oh man you know imagine just let your mind wander a little bit and think well there's fresh air that migrates into the house from there or through the attic and you know there's a lot of ventilated attics the trend is to go to you know foamed roof deck and sealed attics but there's still a lot of ventilation the top of the roof deck at the top of the roof that airflow that opening lets airflow go out and it comes in around the soffit vents so you get this transfer or migration of airflow 
through your attic and it it interacts with your condition space which is what you're paying gulf power for to have all that comfort you know 75 degrees and 50 percent relative humidity i mean that's the ultimate that what we want but uh, sometimes gaps cracks and holes can can strain that one way or the other so apart from cleaning a system sealing it up is one of the things that's really pretty important and you know we incorporate that boot to sheetrock gap we were just talking about probably now in 80 or 90 percent of the homes that we go into because nobody ever addresses that little gap around where the register is attached to the ceiling or the floor or whatever yeah not so much (laughs) it's shocking that nobody has addressed this um this issue and and we've been doing it on a regular basis so if we can help you with an an indoor air quality question or concern uh gulfcoastaircare.com or 850-934-2768 is our number at the office. Vanessa's there. She's ready to take your call and get you in touch with us if we need be. Um, you know, one of the things that um, I saw uh, um, or I, I, I realized when um, Lisa was talking in the last half hour is the air conditioner will help you with some dehumidification, but it's not as effective as you think. Most air conditioners are... The older ones are 80-20, and the newer ones are 70-30, maybe 75-25, and I'm going to explain that. 80% temperature work, 20% dehumidification work. So, and this leads to severing. So you have this new super-duper air conditioner that's supposed to dehumidify and all that. It's probably still only doing 70% temperature work and 30% dehumidification work. And that only works when you're calling for air, and the the point we are now on the calendar and in the seasonal situation is we're off the shoulder seasons you know our air conditioners are running and so they're helping us but only to the degree that you know we're getting 25 or 30 percent dehumidification and humidity is what makes things comfortable or if it's low humidity comfortable or if it's high humidity uncomfortable and so that leads us to thinking well you know i'll just get a bigger air conditioner so you know let's say you live in 1800 square feet and you have a three ton unit and it's wore out it's time to change the system out you should have somebody look at the duct system and you should put in another three ton air conditioner because the newer one it's 15 or 20 years newer than the old inefficient one you're going to have a lot more efficiency going on that if you go up in size i guarantee you will have problems bigger is not better in this case because you're shortening up the run times you're adding more humidity and more cooling capacity in with a bigger air conditioner the only person that benefits that is the contractor that sold you that bigger size now if you have a truly legitimate reason to change like you never added any duct system and you've added square footage to your house or something like that um, you might but I, i recommend a different so if you've enclosed a back porch put a mini split in there and don't try and do that with the main house i've heard that people try to run it through and it just drives your power bill up well and yeah depending on how that duct is set in there and how the return goes to pull the airflow back from those spaces you're better off having that as its own zone and not trying to run the entire house 10 degrees cooler to try and get that addition or that extra space that you brought in uh, up to speed or down to temperature or whatever it is so you know th- we can just help you with a lot of different ideas on how to address your indoor air quality and by that we mean health comfort and energy efficiency 
and that's what we've been doing for 28 years at Gulf Coast Air Care. So call us, 850-934-2768. Our website is gulfcoastaircare.com. And, um, you know, filtration, That's uh, it, we're at the front end of air conditioning season, Jenna, and I know that you know filtration is really important. Yes. You have the air safe filter, and I'm, yes. I'll bet you're seeing a lot of dust build up on that frame in that media yeah if somebody could just tell my my kids to (laughs) shut the dang door i mean seriously you have children taught how did you tell your you you took i'm gonna make them go to work with you shut the door how many times do i say that a day if i made it a drinking game nobody would survive (laughs) we just wouldn't todd but yes well my kids were little it was one word door just you know that that's the key word door and i said it about nine thousand times door door yeah, we definitely wouldn't have survived you know, whatever so you know there is some airflow coming in ventilation through the uh when the the open door but we don't need to be uh, uh air conditioning all of santa rosa point please no. door so yeah and then also uh you know with the suction in in different style homes right right, right like we have a shotgun style home that door pops open automatically well, you really have to you know and that tells me there's something going on with the air conditioning because you should be able to open and close the doors without any transfer of airflow or any suck you know I, I see people that's like oh yeah when we go to shut the master bedroom the master suite it pulls right out of your hand and shuts <gasps> well that tells me Dang. that the return is undersized and you've really? got this this imbalance the size of the return for the air conditioner and that's you know where the filter is where the grill is in the wall the big one uh the cold air return for people from up north it's not in the code that it needs to be sized correctly a foot and a half to two square foot per ton i think it should be in the code but it's not and that's a huge part of the the things that i see every day it's like your return is undersized so you're trying to run and breathe through a coffee straw when you have an undersized return your air conditioners the runner and the coffee straw is the return and it just doesn't work well you know so we we spend a lot of effort and time getting these returns sized up correctly the new construction uh code says that you have to do the transfer ducts in the from the bedroom so okay. if you shut the door then you've got that passive airflow for the air to drop back to the common space and get over to the return but i still see a lot of undersized returns and that's a huge problem in a lot of houses that you know i mean it, you you think it's a, just because people are throwing houses up so fast or they just don't think about it and you know i see it in older construction it, it, there's been enough talk and enough um exchange of ideas about it now that most new construction um doesn't have undersized return but it's located in i mean you got a big 20 by 30 grill clear on one side of the house and all the airflow in the whole house is trying to get through to that air conditioning vent and you know so we end up with all kinds of trouble we end up with um you know airflow imbalances we end up with people you know the only tool they have is a thermostat they're over there hitting that thermostat up down up down because that's the only tool they have and you know sometimes it's an airflow issue there's no balance features usually in a in an air conditioning system and you know when we find balance features in commercial we have to mark them and then clean the system and set them back how it is in residential you don't have that so we had a job yesterday where we completely did a balance job on the whole house to get the airflow right you know because the air conditioner was at one side of the house and all the bedrooms on the other side of the house and it, it's not comfortable how long does that take you to do that balance um you know so we put in some uh, uh balance dampers in the ductwork, and it was a one-day job it was brutal because it was an it was attic work 
but then we put a jumper duct in for them, and that house is going to be li- living completely different. So, Can you know, you and that, that's Ooh, the yeah. freedom. I well, and, and, you know, the other thing that we go out and we find is, you know, people get these new air conditioners and, you know, they have this expectation like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Well, if you go up in size and you don't look at the duct system, I mean, you could be pushing all those mold spores with a bigger, stronger air conditioner right down the duct and out into the open space because we see a lot of duckboard that's moldy. And, you know, that's because of the humidity and the way that people run their air conditioning system here in, in this geographic climate. Right. Sometimes going up and down on that th- thermostat is not the best way. Well, Here's a couple questions. Let's oh, get good. to these, okay. Todd. Yeah, uh, yeah. 850-437-1620 is the number to text this morning. Or feel free to call. We have about six minutes left with Todd St. Orris from Gulf Coast Air Care. You can visit them online, gulfcoastaircare.com, or call 850-934-2768. Here's our first one. Um, let's get to this one first, and then we'll talk the drain line because we are going to oh, stay yeah, important. as much on subject as possible. Right. Is there any thought that a mini? Uh, excuse me. Is there any thought that a multi-room mini split can substitute for central air conditioning? Oh, I love that idea. That's great. Yes. Yes. Um, so you can you can put the mini splits in and you have a zone each one of those heads so they're talking multi-zone that's one head on the wall and it has its own thermostat and if you're in that room you use it if you're not in that room you can set it to a higher temperature or turn it off and you know rather than run a four ton air conditioner for the whole house when you're in three rooms get a mini split if that suits you well and we see a lot more mini split that that's newer technology that's coming um, from other parts of the world, all over Asia, all over Australia, in Europe. They don't do a lot of ducted systems uh, like we do. I mean, predominantly here, it's all ducted systems, and the mini splits are an afterthought. You know, like if you're enclosing a porch or doing a, you know, an upstairs that's not cool. I, I see this all the time two story house, one system downstairs, thermostat downstairs. And they're freezing downstairs to try and keep it cool enough upstairs. That's a that's an excellent scenario for a mini split. So the mini split technology is great. There's no duct to it. They're a little cantankerous to clean and keep up, uh, but you know that outweighs um, the um, the comfort and the convenience of that outweighs that cleaning. I, all air conditioners need to be cleaned. So perfect. Thank you for one? that. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's a good question. Cleaning the drain line. Should you turn off your ac system to clean the drain line and is white uh distilled vinegar still the best way to go yes don't be putting bleach down your drain line because if bleach gets back in on your coil fins it's more corrosive it'll eat into your coil fins it doesn't matter if you have the system on or off you can pour moisture or i mean you can pour water and vinegar down through i like the vinegar going first let it sit 10 minutes so it kind of loosens everything up chase it with two cups of hot water if if you really you don't see any vinegar coming to the outside you, you need to go outside and find your drain line get it out from underneath those shrubs and that pile of leaves and the mud that's outside there and get it flowing because you're going to get two to three to four gallons of water out through that pipe every day during the summertime with the air conditioner running so it needs to be flowing you can stick a shop vac over the end of it and suck it out but if when you change your filter you just put a little bit of vinegar down through that uh clean out spot um you won't have any trouble with the drain line backing up 
Okay, so. then you, you mentioned let it sit for about 10 minutes and then follow up with some water. Yeah, or, hot okay. water out of the tap, and it just kind of loosens that stuff up and flushes everything out. You want to make sure you have a cap on there, too, because that air conditioner is sucking all the airflow it can to push it up into the duct. If you don't have a cap on the top of that, it sucks airflow back through that opening, and then the water can't get out. It kind of vapor locks because there's air sucking in, and there's moisture trying to get out. So you put a cap on there, it's kind of like having a trap in a – in a plumbing situation where the water can just flow out so i see your eyes rolling a little bit so that yeah, makes sense. yeah just make sure there's a cap on there yeah, you know Pull i'm gonna cap. go home and check that <laughs> todd already knows what i'm doing when i leave she's making a honeydew <laughs> list here marco it's not you today she's gonna check I'll this do it. i got this yeah she's flexing my muscles back here <laughs> hey we've got about two minutes left todd anything going on uh i know month of may fresh month brings a new newsletter Right. Um, I have had some trouble with the newsletter. There's probably not going to be a printed edition this month, but I have an electronic edition. If I have your email, you'll get that. Um, between the trip to Illinois and the supply chain logistics deals that we're having with, uh, you know, the printer and some of the other stuff, um, we'll be looking at the June newsletter coming out, uh, printed and being back on the street. So um, there has been... A, quite a few things going on in my life that has kind of kept me away from being a, uh, a an author and a publisher of this month's newsletter so uh, but call us it. at at, yeah. uh, at the office 850-934-2768 gulfcoastaircare.com for duct cleaning for filtration for testing and evaluation uh, anything that we can help you with you have oddball questions or you're not sure who to call you know when you find somebody that's been in business 28 years and we have a service network of trading partners and people that we trust to help you with something if we can't help you with it uh, we have somebody to refer you over feel free to call us reach out to us with your questions or concerns and then um, you know on the duct cleaning and the filtration uh, you know you know that's our staple that's where our strength is if you don't have a good air filter you are one or you will go. be one <laughs> <laughs> that's right so gulf coast air care um, you know, I, I think that uh, if you have if you have an air conditioner that hasn't been looked at, get it checked this year. You've got to have an inspection done. Uh, you know, I think it's really important that every year you have somebody look at your air conditioner. It may or may not need to be cleaned. I get a question all the time, like, "Well, don't the HVAC guys when I when they come out and do my regular service, do they do that?" depends on that service agreement that you have with them a lot of times if your unit's running okay their definition of clean our definition of clean are a little bit farther apart because we specialize in mechanical hygiene and cleaning um, you'll see that uh, we we want to send something back into service when it's spotless and they want to send something back into service to get to the next one uh, that's not a knock on those guys it's just they are loaded up busy and uh, our specialty is one at a time cleaning to make sure that you have the best system available to provide comfort, health, and energy efficiency. Excellent. Let's end on that note. All right. That sounds good. Todd, thank you so much for everything, for answering those questions. Again, visit gulfcoastaircare.com. Reach out to Todd. Don't hesitate. Don't wait on that inspection. I like how you mentioned health, comfort, and, and energy, energy efficiency. efficiency. In that order, because your health it. comes first. Get her done. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, stay tuned.